Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like my Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Morning. Good morning. Just one day difference does make it feel different. Like a Labor Day. I mean, it's good. It's good on Monday, but then the Tuesday. Tuesday's a struggle anyway, but Tuesday after a holiday, I, d- I definitely, like, it, sh- it shifts you a little bit. Yeah, it was a lot for us. The kids didn't have school on Friday. They had early dismissal on Thursday. It was like a long so weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need Tuesday to come faster. I know. I was like, off to school today. Come on. Well, Tony, you asked me, I think, last week what I was doing over the weekend, and I decided that I was um, writing my fall fitness regimen. You're going to say memoir. I thought you were going to say writing down your goals. Writing, oh my gosh, your eyes got yeah. so wide. Uh, writing, well, kind of. I'm writing down a deliberate fall fitness regimen program. What's on it, bruh? It's different exercise. It's different like trying to learn something new or maybe take a go back to taking a meditation or something like that. I mean, just different things to do. Eating better, right? But like writing, you always talk about how you could write it down. I'm trying to keep a log of doing it. So I, I was gonna start it on Saturday, and then I thought, eh, Sunday. Yeah. But then Sunday before a Monday holiday. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Who decides <laughs> something like this over a holiday weekend? Probably gonna start it today. Yeah, that's Great. good because that's <laughs> you a get good a call. Couple days under your belt, so when the weekend comes, you feel like good. You've already right. had you, it going. Because like you, you, it takes like two or three days, doesn't yeah. it, to get into it. Mm-hmm. Like day one of a new fitness regimen is tough. Day two. Yeah. So that's what I did. How was your weekend, Tanya? 
My weekend was really good. We spent the whole day Saturday. We woke up at 6.30 a.m. to clean out the garage. Ooh, I've been there. And Isn't organize. The smell? Isn't the smell of the garage something that just brings you back to childhood? Like the smell of old lawnmowers and car rubber and like wood hammers and yeah wood it yeah. reminds i used to go so in the garage where i grew up my dad had a little workshop closet and i used to go in there and i remember this i would try and workshop i wasn't good at it but i remember the smell to this day of what the garage would would smell like and it actually makes me feel good it makes me feel safe when i smell a garage yeah well now it smells like pine salt <laughs> Why, what was so wrong with the garage? It just became, we just started throwing everything in there. And so it just became this large storage unit. And we wanted to, like, we have a bench and we have weights and we wanted to make like a section that's like a little bit of a gym. And we just wanted it to be more of a space than just stuff. We did that a few years ago, like during the pandemic. And it has been a game changer yeah. ever since we did that. Do you use it? Yes. It's so amazing. Yeah. Well, convenience for any sort of like 10 minute, 15 minute yeah. exercise. Uh, I just, I, I try and have a jump rope nearby. Mm -hmm. I find that I can do that for 10 minutes and that's like a good workout. Somebody was telling us a trampoline is yeah, like all you need. It's good for your organs to bounce up and down. It's good cardio. Yeah. Five, like 10 minutes on trampoline. a trampoline. Mm -hmm. Who knew? Yeah. Well, here we are. Guys, partly sunny. Highs around 80, mid 90s inland. Got Disneyland tickets for you. We're going to do that next. Those are all morning. Now, this is interesting. So, the second date update's going to come fast. They met on Bumble. They had a great date. This is what the dude tells us. He took her bowling. Like they said, let's go bowling for the first date, which I like. I like that. It gives you something to do and mm -hmm. it's just it's an activity. I don't know why none of us have ever done that, right? I've never done that. Not for a first, first date. date, but yeah. Fun for date. It's cool. Uh, mm -hmm. so they did that and he he says everything went perfectly and then she blocked him the next day on her phone so again what happened obviously something but we'll find out 720 i just want you to know 102.7 kiss fm generally when we are on before seven o'clock or you're here before seven o'clock on this show we do talk a lot about the things at home <laughs> because it's usually easier to get away with it being brought back up later in the show right like if i talk about something at home uh that happens in the bedroom or in the bathroom oh. or in the kitchen oh. <laughs> i didn't mean it like that as soon as i said it i thought here goes tanya no in bedroom I meant, bathroom? I, well you know we talk about laying in bed i know what you mean stuff. but like yeah like this hour it's like Anything. chances are they're probably not listening this hour at eight yeah at, at 8 30 they might be at right. nine maybe for sure but michael's like, in the car at like no. 7 45 8 taking the kids to school and stuff yes so we're gonna talk about him now <laughs> uh, you said that he was not at back to school night listen i want to start off by saying michael's a fantastic dad he's a great husband we run that recording every time 98 percent of the time um <laughs> so, you know he takes the kids to school every single day he does morning drop off because obviously right. i am here and uh that last week was back to school night at their school and I was reminding him either the day before or whatever. And I was like, hey, we have back to school night, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, um, I forgot to tell you, the boys are in town and we're going to have our band practice. <laughs> Wait, the book, so you have to, Michael, her husband, is in a garage band. <laughs> yeah, literally. And they're taking it as serious as And they Panic don't the get together often because they have real jobs and you know they can only get together once maybe every three weeks like who knows once a month every three weeks it's not very often so they put it in the calendar a month out and i guess he didn't realize it was going to be back to school night at this the same day 
So he's like, do you think you can handle it by yourself? Which I, I did. Of course you can. Of course I can, but it's nice. I mean, we have two kids in two separate classrooms. But, so I was like going from one classroom to the other classroom. So it would have been nice to have two bodies there, but. I mean, the guy's a rock star. He doesn't do evenings. I mean, you just get to know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the, what, what were they, just curious, what were they, like, what was the goal at this rehearsal? What was they, so important? I don't know, Ryan, like, but wh- they they had a rehearsal from noon until 7 p.m. That <laughs> sounds strange. I can't even binge TV for that long. <laughs> what? They practice for seven hours. What are they doing? I mean, they really go in because they don't have, they don't get together that often. So they really, when they practice, they practice. I think that sounds not fun. I don't know. It's fun for them, I guess. But what's what's funny is I get to the back to school night and even like one of our friends, they have like other kids in the classroom with us. They already knew. They're like, oh, so Michael's not going to be here tonight because he has, he's going to be with the band tonight, huh? And I was like, they even knew because he had told them at drop off. <laughs> I, I want to like, drive by the band. I think the moms, wives, girlfriends, whatever, should drive by the band practice and see what's going on that band practice. They rent like a legit studio in North Hollywood. No. Like, it's so this serious. This has gone too far. It this is, is gone. So... There's nothing but heartbreak ahead. It's so serious. Heartbreak and a, it's very difficult to, br- you know how hard it is to break a rock band? Well, we don't want to break the rock band. I do support it and it's a great outlet for him and I'm, I'm he's <laughs> it's a good outlet yeah, I mean, for seven for, hours in the middle of the day. Fun it is, yeah, serious. it is fun, but it was just I was right. I kind of chuckled and I just you know mental note and I was like all right well, well you again, missed, Sissini you covers missed, the day Sissini covers you missed the twins first kindergarten back to school night just wanted to let you know but it's fine but it's fine it's fine I'm fine yeah go pick up your <laughs> guitar and talk to me uh, all right listen try and get up early with us in the six o'clock hour and hang this is where we do the morning hack every day at this time if you're not here normally listen this is the one today and a quote for Tuesday to try and set the mind frame to get through it can be a little struggle at this hour. You know, somebody's always going through something, right? Yeah, like this morning, somebody woke. This morning, somebody woke up after going through a breakup. Oh. This morning, somebody woke up in love. Mm-hmm. This morning, somebody woke up and gave birth. Oh. This morning, somebody is two days closer to their wedding. Yeah. Maybe their wedding's three days, but you know. Yeah. What I'm, I'm on two days, maybe an odd day for <laughs> a wedding. But you know Thursday. what? <laughs> I have been to a Thursday wedding because of that reason. <laughs> I know. I know a lot about weddings. So here's the morning hack. What is the first thing you do when your alarm goes off? Sissini, what is it? Mm, I hit snooze. Tiny, what is it? Manifest. Oh I mean, the world that Tanya Does the soundtrack cue and the curtains <laughs> fly open? No, because exactly. I always wake up a couple minutes before my alarm. So I look at my phone and I say I have a couple minutes and then I start my manifestation. I picture Tanya waking up like Cinderella. Like the windows open and like the birds come in. <laughs> Chirpy. A little, little fairy dust. Yes. Um, first thing I do is check the phone and I race to wash my face, brush my teeth, go potty, and make the coffee immediately. I mean, yeah. I can't get there fast enough to grind the beans. Anyway, they say you'll be in a much better mood if you do this. Lay there awake. Alarm goes off. Lay there awake for 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes. Lay there awake. They call it shine before you rise. This Tanya, kind of you. Yeah. Honestly, it is kind of me. You can uh, visualize your day, but don't just jump. Don't yeah. hit snooze. Don't jump. Give yourself 10 minutes to sort of just get into it. Rev up. Can you lay there awake and look on your phone? No. That's not what they say, but you, I mean, I would start as a There's baby step no chance that. I will lay in my bed away for, awake for 10 minutes and just lay there. We'll try it. Yeah, try it. Try manifesting your future. Absolutely. I'll either fall back asleep or I will just be so anxious that I need to check I'm gonna my phone. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I have a great neck pillow that needs 
me to lay there for 10 more minutes. Don't bring try. it to the iHeartRadio Music Festival because um, you'll forget it. Last year I it. lost it. Well, I last year I, they took it. They took it. And they put no, it in the don't laundry. say they took it. it. You, you left, left it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but they did take it and put it with all the other pillows in the hotel. Because, because you, you left, left it. it. But it doesn't look. It's square and foamy. It doesn't look like a pillow. They were like score. They had to clean. What if somebody gets that on their bed? Like my old Tempur-Pedic pillow. <laughs> they get like, they like, like one round one and one square one. Yeah, I'd be so weirded out if I saw someone's deck pillow. You should, actually, you should see what I travel with. You'd be weirded out. Um, coffee grinder, pillow. You we know, should look in stuff. your bag before we go let's, to the festival. Let's, let's do that, right? <laughs> It'll be in my dressing room, which is part of the backstage tour, which we have tickets for coming up. All right, listen. Today's quote on this Tuesday morning. Are you ready? <laughs> we don't buy things with money. We buy them with hours of our life. Mm. That's true. <laughs> Not everybody loves Time it, is money. <laughs> I get it. No, I thought it meant like you have to put time I into work so to bad. make money. I thought that like, whatever. <laughs> I'll try and do better tomorrow. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. Big story over the weekend here before I get to our second date update. And I... I guess I go back and forth on these second date updates because sometimes I think they're the greatest thing in the world and we solve problems. Other times they're a total bust, but we're going to have positive vibes and thoughts about this one coming up. Try and help out in the world of dating. Also, Jonas Brothers tickets, Disneyland tickets, so much going on this morning. And the big headline, Burning Man. So there is a group of people that work or run iHeart, right? That go to Burning Man on a regular basis. Matter of fact, the boss of bosses goes. Exactly. On a regular basis to Burning Man. I would be curious to find out if they were stuck in this, are still stuck in well, this, or we getting have out. the chairman of iHeart? <laughs> Maybe. We guess we could have. Oh, we didn't get so creative on this, did we? <laughs> I feel like you've got the line. <laughs> I don't know that they have cell <laughs> signal. Did they get out? We don't know. Right. But um, everybody's just curious. What's going on with Burning Man? Last year was a... Fire, like a windstorm, a fire tornado or a windstorm, right? Yeah, and this year it was the heavy rains that trapped 72,000 people. And basically it was a shelter-in-place type of situation because you could not drive in this ankle-deep mud or muck okay. or whatever you want to call it, essentially. Mm -hmm. It is a makeshift city that happens at Burning Man. I've never been, but I've... I'm curious about it. I think we all kind of are curious. I think everybody in Southern California has had that conversation. Should we do it once? Yeah. Like, is it interesting? Or you at least know friends that have gone and said, go, or, or, or they right. say, go. I would want to go with somebody who's already done it to kind of like, you know, get the lay of the land with them. Well, like um, Diplo, we'd want to go with him. Well, Diplo and Chris Rock, funny you bring him up because, yeah, I saw on social that they had a hitchhike. They ended up walking because you could not drive again the whole like, during the shelter in place moment is when they decided to walk six miles to get out as far as they could to then finally get to a road to then hitchhike in a truck the back of a truck with other random people and the, a very nice person gave them a ride so that they could hold on for a second if i saw diplo and chris rock like i'd be busting down doors to give them a ride i know like you'd want to give you'd want to save those two can you imagine that, that that driver like later that night at a bar he's like no i'm telling you i picked them I up i saved the lives of <laughs> diplo and chris rock together in the back of my truck they're like yeah sure you did well i believe you so um, now at this point, the driving ban has been lifted. It's still taking them about like seven to nine hours to get out um, of Burning Man, the 72,000 people that are getting out. But that's normal anyways during peak hours of driving, even if they weren't trapped. 
Um, so did now, they burn the guy? Did they burn the sticks? They did eventually. That had to be rescheduled, apparently. Um, it was rescheduled from Sunday night to Monday because of the poor weather. So that happened last night, and all is good now. You know, they make the, they make the most of it over at Burning Man. Well, but it, if you look back, there was wind last year. Now you have this this year. What will happen next year? It's a completely different thing, and it's gotten to be such a big commercial festival too, right? Yeah. It was a it was different. I feel like so many years ago. By the way, if Diplo and Chris Rock need a ride today, I'm down. Like I'll, wherever you want to go, if you want to go to the store, I would love to take you. Exactly. <laughs> Matt took Caitlin Bowling yes. for their first date. Hey, Matt, how are you? It's Ryan and Sisney and Tanya. Very happy to meet you. Hi, Matt. Hey, I'm really happy to meet you guys. So you, you, you get on Bumble, you do your thing, you swipe, swipe, and all of a sudden you're out with Caitlin, swipe, right? Swipe. What, what was it about Caitlin that attracted you? Oh, my God. She has the prettiest, she has the prettiest eyes I've ever seen. And, okay. I, I mean, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> so she's got pretty eyes, and then you guys decide yeah. to go out. I understand you went bowling on the first date? Yeah, yeah, we went bowling. Um, it, it was pretty crazy because, like, we matched, you know, and then it was, like, super thrilled. So we just decided to, like, kind of spontaneously go bowling. Um, I don't you know, hate I, that. I don't yeah. hate that. What, I like was that. The, what was the original plan? Well, we just, well, it was, wasn't necessarily the original plan. We had met and then just kind of decided to meet up. And then we were talking about, like, I told her that I had had my 24th uh, birthday party at a bowling alley. And she told me that you know, she'd gone bowling in high school. And so it was like super exciting for both of us. And so we did. And it was like amazing. I mean, I don't know. We had a great time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the next day I texted her and it was green. So, so <laughs> wait, but you, you think you've been blocked by her? It, yeah. I mean, because it was going through before and now none of my messages are going through. Did you beat her and brag about her or something? Like, what happened? <laughs> no. I, no. I mean, I, fair I, question. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think something maybe, honestly, I think something maybe happened toward the end of the date because. Well, what? That, but what do you, what do yeah, you think well, happened? You're feeling something. So what is it? Yeah. Well, okay, so I dropped her off. You know, I was, I was going to like walk her to the door and, you know, just give her a nice kiss goodnight. And she just said, okay, thanks. Good night. And like just took off. Like, no kiss. And yeah, I don't get it. All right. Well, look, I'm going to tell you something, Matt. Nine times out of ten, something significant or something very specific did happen when something like that happened. And so if you're willing to yeah. hear that, I, I wouldn't want to hear it, I don't think, myself. But if you're willing to hear that, we're going to call her next. I understand we got a number, and we can find her. So do you want us to call Caitlin next and find out why after this great spontaneous bowling date she's blocked you? Yes, please. I mean, yes. Okay. All right. Hold on one second. So listen to this. Matt meets Caitlin. They meet on Bumble. Takes her out bowling. Great. Actually, great. Don't have to go to a bar. Go bowl. And bowling has beer anyway. So they go bowl. They He thinks they have this great bowling date. And afterwards, there was no kiss. And then the next day, she's blocked him. He's been blocked on her cell uh -huh. in the contact. And he has no idea. He thinks something at the end, but he doesn't know what it is. Hmm. So I'm going to bring Matt in. We're going to ask Caitlin what happened. Matt, hold on one second. Be very quiet. We've got Caitlin. We're going to talk to her now, okay? See if we can find out. All right. Caitlin, thank you so much for holding on. It's Ryan Seacrest and Sissini and Tanya on Kiss FM this morning. How are you doing? Well, we have a little connection issue, but if you can still hear me, forgive 
some of the questions here, but we're calling about a guy named Matt that you met on Bumble. Does that sound familiar? Uh oh! Uh, why would you be calling me about Matt? We're just curious to know what are your thoughts about him. And when I say Matt, do you think good things or how did the date go? Oh, uh, the date was good. Um, uh, actually, great. It was a great date. Um, yeah, I had a great time. Would you like to see him again? Uh, I don't think so. I I, I kind of got the impression that he's a bit of a player, and um, I've been hurt by guys like that before. Got it. What What did he do that made you feel that? home and um he was showing me pictures of his dog on his phone uh and since he was driving he just kind of let me hold his phone and i was scrolling through the photos and while i was looking a uh, message came in from some chick who was all like last night was so fun i can't wait to see you again um the la- and- wait last night like the night before where you guys went out yeah yeah that's what the text said it said last night was so fun i can't wait to see you again um, he- and it's like, I, like, I get that we were like, you know, like we weren't exclusive or anything. It was our first date, but it just kind of made me feel like I was just another girl in a long line of girls, you know, but mm. maybe you're assuming things here. You're both on Bumble. You're clearly both looking to have some social activity here. And maybe this guy is a catch, which is why other people are interested. So I'm not so sure I see the glass half empty. Right. What if that was their first date and this is your first date? And if he was being shady, why would he hand you the phone? I'm not sold on the concept that you just blow him off. If you really liked him and you really had a good time, you're both on Bumble. So what if someone texted him, you know? Did you ask him about it? Did you ask him about it? Yeah. I I was almost home and I don't know. I just had this gut feeling about it. And I, I don't know. That night I just got like pretty drunk with my roommate and I was, I don't know. I was bummed. I really liked him. Okay, Caitlin, what if I told you we could sort of erase any decision that wasn't fully thought out about not connecting with him? And what if we told you that he's with us right now and he would like to say hi and probably go out with you again? Matt, am I right by that? And maybe explain himself. Yeah, Matt, go ahead. Yes, yes, yes to all of that. Yes. (sighs) Oh, my God. Matt, are you playing? Are you playing? <laughs> no, look, I, well, yeah, we're we're on Bumble, and I'm, I'm, look, I'm really sorry. I saw that message come in, and I, I didn't even think you saw it, so I'm, I'm sorry. But but, but know, are you I'm out? On, are you out with a different girl all the time? What's going on, Matt? No, no, no. I, I, I did go on a, I did go out on a date the night before. You know, I am, I am on the apps, but I just, I don't know. That's kind of what you do. I was trying to meet people. You know, like, uh, it's not, yeah. It wasn't serious. It was a first date, too. I, 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 no one's asking, but my opinion here is you guys have a connection, and this is a great story for if it works out of how it ended up you know, working out and making it through a little challenging moment here. I think you should reconsider Caitlin going out with Matt again if you're still interested. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, can, I, can I ask a question? Of course. Um, uh, okay, Matt, did you sleep with her, the girl who texted you? Oh, no. <clears throat> well, that's yeah, an sure answer. Sure. Okay, wait, hang on. He was just clearing his throat. No, he hesitated. Well, what's the answer, Matt? 
Oh, man. Uh, it oh, doesn't matter to me. I, I want to go out with you, though. I, I, Here's the thing. Matter, he though. didn't do anything wrong. He didn't, Caitlin. Technically, he did not. But it's one thing Maybe to... Maybe the dude's a catch. Let's I catch know, him. I know, but it's one thing to... When you're dating in the dating scene, you know that people are dating around, but it's another thing to see it. And once you see it, it's like hard to unsee it. Uh, yeah. I, just I think, honestly, like Matt going through this kind of trouble means he likes you. You know, like he's, that is a fair point. He's taking Caitlin. a big. This is a big public step to try and find out what happened. So, what's the next move here, Matt and Caitlin? What are you going to do? Balls in your court, Caitlin. What are you going to do? I mean, I just, I don't know. It, it takes some time. Like, Take some time. At least now you have a little more information. Yeah. I just would feel so bad if, I don't know if he's sleeping with someone on the side and then he's like, oh, well, you know, she doesn't mean anything. I really want to date you. That just, I don't know. That speaks to character to me. And mm. uh, I don't know if well, I necessarily Well, then he's not the one for you. Yeah. All right. Well, I, Caitlin, I think mm. you have made up your mind and you have very good points as to why. Matt, we gave it a try to see if there was any interest. And for some reason, the universe is not aligning here, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't call that other girl now. <laughs> <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Thanks for being here. I got Disneyland tickets in a second. Let's grab Sam. Hello, Sam. Hi, yes. Sam, thanks for holding on during a couple of those songs there. Appreciate that this morning. So let's see if we can help out and find out what's going on. Your manager blocked everybody on your team from seeing your Instagram stories? No. So my manager blocked everyone from seeing their Instagram stories. So, like, we can't basically blocked everyone so we can't see their story at all. And you cannot see your manager's story. Exactly. I can't see my manager's stories at okay. all. And what happened is my manager... Um, has been so flaky lately. So calling out sick, not showing up, saying they'll be there and then never coming. So one of the new members of our team wasn't blocked on Instagram and we found out what's going on with our manager. Our manager is vacationing, partying, uh, staying up late. And those happen to be the days she'll call out sick the next day. So my team's like at a loss. We don't know what to do because it's affecting all of our work. And now we know why, but we don't know how to handle it or what well, to do Well, why it. does the new hire have access to your manager's stories? She must not have blocked them because they weren't on our team when she went up through. So that's how you them. know what's happening. Oh, okay. Exactly. Now it's all adding up. Well, who's the leader of the team? Um, as far as, I mean, like the manager's the main one in charge. We, of course, have an, a boss over everyone, but the manager's in charge of us. So, right, but there's got to be a leader of the team that's underneath the manager. Because here's my thinking. My thinking is if it's affecting the team's work, and ultimately that's what a team is on a team for, to be productive, it's going to affect the manager's productivity and their reputation at work too. So I wouldn't address what your manager is doing outside of work. I'd address what your manager is not getting done with the team inside of work because it's holding everybody back. And that's just a results-oriented conversation. It's not personal. It's professional. Yeah. Right. So, so 
do you think we should go to the manager directly and just talk work only, not bring up You should just say, like, the ball is being dropped. Here's what we're missing. We're not getting answers. Things aren't moving along. This is a problem. Like, this is affecting all of us as a team. We want to be results-oriented, solutions-oriented, but we got to be productive, and we got to get things done, and for some reason it's not. Let the manager have a chance to apologize or, or you know, fess up to what's going on, but the results at work or a product of whatever's happening, you still need to, to talk about your manager doing whatever they're doing. It's like what they're not doing at work. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. In my that, view. That's, what do you think, Sissini? I think so, too. I think you go the professional route because then it seems less gossipy and you're, you know, you're not getting involved in the personal life. You're just going straight professional. And the new hire's yeah, watching it all. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. They've screen recorded it, so we've all. Oh Lord! See, now it's getting messy. <laughs> oh, right, that's well, so dark. I, I, I think I would address the issues at work, which are the product of what you've seen in the video. Thanks, Sam, for calling. Thank you. Okay. We'll definitely tr- we will definitely uh, go about doing that way because we didn't really want to go over anyone's head, you know. So we, we didn't it. know how to handle it. The team. Mm-hmm. I, I got it. Well, so I appreciate you reaching you. out just to chat with us about it. It was very nice. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Joe Jonas and his wife Sophie are making a lot of headlines. Tanya, I mean, my my sense is there's some realness to all of these stories. Yeah, because, I mean, the facts are the facts. So here's what's been kind of going on with Joe Jonas the last few weeks. He was spotted on some of the Jonas Brothers shows not wearing his wedding ring. Right. Uh, Nothing was really thought of it at the time. But then over the weekend, rumors started swirling that Joe Jonas has reached out to a divorce lawyer. So basically saying that he's reached out to a divorce lawyer. Divorce is in the cards for these two. But then over the weekend and a show in Texas, his wedding band was back on during this Jonas Brothers show. That's after all the news came out. Also, people thought that they spotted Sophie in the crowd. We had a witness there at the crowd who says that that, in fact, was not Sophie Turner, that that was a worker that was working at the venue. <laughs> hmm. So all of those those rumors are not true. But Joe Jonas did post a picture on his Instagram just yesterday. It was just a solo shot of him, and you can see that he is wearing his wedding ring, and there was no caption underneath it, just a picture of himself with his wedding ring on. So nobody really knows what's going on. You know, does the wedding band mean anything, or does it not? I did. I don't know. I mean, we we certainly don't. But there there are feelings about this that seem like it's real. Yeah. Uh, now you mentioned a witness in this story. A witness. Yes. Up in a like an, an eyewitness. Yes. I don't want to reveal our sources. No, no, if- no. We're not going to reveal. It's Michaela's friend, so we won't reveal which friend. <laughs> yeah. So Michaela, what did your friend, who will remain nameless, report to you directly about all this? So I reached out to her because I knew she was at the show and everybody was wondering if, you know, Joe was going to, you know, wear his wedding ring or what was going on. So I texted her and she said, I can confirm it was not her. It was someone that kind of looked like her, but she was right next to this person and said that. What are the odds of that? I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you a picture. This is the picture that was swirling that everybody was like, Sophie was at the show and it looks just like And your her. friend was right next to the other person? Yeah. yeah like- so she was by like the B stage where it was standing only and that's where this woman was standing and supposedly she was part of the crew and she kept bringing like Priyanka and Papa Jonas food and <sighs> snacks and drinks and stuff. Papa <laughs> Jonas too? Or yeah. Popcorn? 
Uh, Michaela, I just want to appreciate the fact that you're working around the clock for the show <laughs> and you're reaching out to sources. Where were you when you texted? What were you doing? Oh, I was just at home, but I mean, wishing I was at the show, but no, no, yeah. of course, but that's that this show lives 24 yeah. seven. That's the spirit. And mm -hmm. thanks to your friend, we should give them some tickets to the Jonas brother. Oh no, we <laughs> maybe Luke Combs. <laughs> so last week I spilled water into the console here and I'm just happy to report tubs that everything is still working. Why? Because I acted fast and I quickly sponged it up while Sisney was doing her Sisney report. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Cause he, he kept saying after the show last week, he kept saying, Oh, what if, you know, what if that gets in the, the equipment? What if it gets in the, whatever the box thing That's is so far. So good. So far. So good. Did he, give you, did he give you new rules for your studio? I mean, the rules are don't have an open cup, but that's some days that doesn't happen. Yeah, we're supposed to have sippy cups. He told me that too. I have that uh, Oscar Mayer Wiener hot dog stick straw. Mm. Have you gotten that yet? No. <laughs> what a yet? bum deal what? I have. Take a look on. Take a Google look. Okay, so what is, this is? We like as as a as a, as a people as a group as a country. America has polarizing foods. Like you know when you say to somebody, "Hey, do you want cilantro on the guacamole?" And they're like, "No." Mm -hmm. Like, they get so viscerally upset. Like, polarizing food, right? Yeah. Like, like if you say, you, if I say I like cilantro, and somebody doesn't like cilantro, they get heated about it. Cilantro is really an interesting triggers. one for me. Cilantro, you don't like it? I, I don't prefer it. I will eat, I will eat around it. My mom, Oof. my, when I was growing up, my mom cooked with a lot of cilantro. And so I, to me, I, I feel it. like I was me over, too. over cilantro in my childhood. <laughs> yeah, too much. Yeah. So now I'm like, mm, I'll push it to the side. It's kind of like I had too many Cool Ranch Doritos as a kid. I can't have too many now. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, what is, so what is your, what is the food that you would be very, upset about like what is the like one that if you i the got a caesar salad and it had anchovies on it oh it's a done deal can't eat it but i yeah. would and i, I know would that sit next to you and eat all of the I, you don't i mean i love anchovies and I, if we I were like at a anchovies. nice dinner and i'd be like ryan eat my salad yeah, when we're not anchovies. yeah well but you know my mom and my so my mom my sister my, my sister and my mom don't eat anchovies and we get a caesar salad and they put anchovies on top and we take all of them that take them please so anchovies number one on the list oh, really? of America, yeah, America's most polarizing yeah, foods. Not for me. Um, okay, so Tanya, what do you really despise? So the one thing that you could put on like my favorite food, you could put on my favorite salad, my favorite anything, and I will not eat it because it makes me so grossed out is blue cheese. Oh. Oh, I love, you know, I love that blue cheese makes my cheeks wet. Oh. Blue cheese actually makes my cheeks perspire. I'm not a fan of blue cheese either. I, okay, well, I, I honestly hate it. Let's play all along. Is it Everybody the texture? It's the ta it tastes like foot. It smells like, it smells <laughs> like, it smells like foot, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, let's play yum or yuck. So here we go. Everybody here, everybody in your car. So okay. Let's wait and show us who did. Black licorice. Yuck. Yuck. Yum. Yeah. Yuck. Oh, Tanya, yum. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yum or yuck. Polarizing foods. Oysters. Yum. Yuck. Yuck. Not the great. Yum. Um, Beets. Yum. 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 Blue cheese. Yum. Yum. No. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> These are polarizing foods. Okra. Yum. I need to be reminded what it is again. Yeah, okra. It's the green, <laughs> green slimy vegetable with the seeds in the middle. Huh? Looks like a, little, looks like a green pencil. I'm going to pass on that. Like Yuck. a cucumber? Um, no, it's okra. All right. I'm going to so Capers. Yum, 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 yum. Capers. Brussels sprouts. Yum. Yum, Yuck. but they cause gas. Yeah, I can't Who cares? do it. Take it. Don't they cause gas for you, Tanya? Yes, I can't do it. Me I won't too. touch them with a 10-foot pole. Actually, <laughs> I had cabbage 
I think yesterday, no, two days ago, I cabbage. We're dealing with it. Cabbage is sneaky. Yeah, cabbage is sneaky. You have to have a little gas. Just get it out. No, No, it's not good because then (laughs) it's not good. Uh, Fennel. Fennel, yum or yum? Yum. Yuck. It tastes like black Black licorice. licorice, Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of fennel. Well, let me ask the backroom. So we know, Sisney, you don't like cilantro. Backroom, cilantro, yum or yuck? Yum. (laughs) Cute. (laughs) And pickles, yum or yuck? Yuck. Yum. Yuck. Okay, finally, mayonnaise. Yum or yuck? I say yuck. I say yum. 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 <laughs> okay, bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwiches. I say yum. Yuck. Sardines. Yeah. I say yum. Yuck. yuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I come to work. Let me grab Marsha, though. Uh, all right, I think Tanya, Sissini, back yes. room. I need probably need everybody all hands on deck on this one. So, Marsha, right. good morning. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you today? We're great, thank you. So, you, I, all I know is it says on the call screen here that it's a question about going to a male strip club in Las Vegas. What's the question? Yes. So, me and a group of friends are going out to Vegas, and of course, my boyfriend and me, we have the same group of friends. We're going up there together, and we want to go see Thunder Down Under. Um, but I was wondering if it was kind of hypocritical for me to. It's okay for me to go see a male strip club, but I'm not 100% comfortable with my boyfriend going out to see a female strip club. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. So you are comfortable with you going why and with him not going why? I don't know. It's just, it feels different. It's a different vibe at these different strip clubs. I don't know. Is I'm it, just not one. Well, because, really like, different? Th- because like Thunder Down Under is more like a show. Like you're in an audience yeah. and it's like choreographed and it's kind of, a, it is a different vibe. But would you vibe. want him to go to a choreographed audience attended strip show? Marcia, that's would that fine, be fun? But I don't, they don't, yeah, that's fine. They don't want to tell me where they're going. That's the thing. So I'm mm, like, they're being uh, shady. I don't know. Yeah. If it was a show, I'm okay with it. If it's a strip club where they actually go on the lap, I don't know about that. What about you? Would you, okay, would you, if your boyfriend wanted to go to the strip club, would you go with him? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll go. Well, then there's a compromise. Problem solved. Then he he should come with you to the Thunder show. You know what? I'll bring that up with him. It's like, look, he's welcome to come or if he wants to go to one of those other clubs, then you go with him. There's no issue i don't think it's a matter of being hypocritical if you don't want him to go Mm -hmm. to a strip club and that's your feeling then he should respect that he might not care if you go from thunder from down under he might not care in that case he doesn't care you do care it's not about being hypocritical it's just about (laughs) it's about you know what it comes down to is trust you guys have have put the thunder from down under poster do you trust your man at a strip club (laughs) keep here i I do trust him then then that's your answer trust your man Okay. That's it. You know, did they do okay. a reality show on these guys? No, you're thinking of Magic Mike. <gasps> no, I, I know what you're thinking of. Yeah. It's that show on Hulu. It was like the Chippendales. Oh, the Chippendales. The Chippendales. Behind yeah. the, yeah. That but was I a good show. Mm-hmm. these guys home to see what their lives are like. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are literally jacked, bro. Mm-hmm. Marcia, sorry, I'm looking at the... Uh, <laughs> We're all buying tickets. Billboard. We're like, hey, maybe we'll see you there. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, honestly... Yeah, I'm, let's all go together. I really <laughs> hate it. If Tanya and Sisney, you know... We've had a broadcast live or something there. I would be interested to understand it. Yeah, is it for research? Is it like a boy band yeah. performance? Kind of. It really is cho- choreographed, yeah. well thought That's out cool. dances and numbers. 
So do you think like if your boyfriend Marsha or or Robbie or uh, Michael or me, if we looked like that, wouldn't we be obligated to do stuff like that? No. Obligated. No? I mean, I don't know if you have a body like that. Yeah, I want to I mean, show it for me. Wouldn't you want to show it? Like if you if I had abs yeah. and I was tall and chiseled like these dudes with long curly hair, I'd want <laughs> I'd want to dance. You know, God makes yeah, us the way he off. makes us for a reason. Choreographed dance, of course, but dance. All right, Marcia. I mean, there's, dancing is fine. There's a conversation I didn't think we'd have today. Thank you very much, and good luck. Good Let luck. Let us know how it goes. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy Vegas. Thank you, guys. Did we help her at all? Yeah, she's going to trust Marcia, her did man. we help? Well, she's she like, bye. Oh, no. calling someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys made me laugh when you put up visual aids of things we're talking about. I think in my life I have watched Kevin Bacon do a lot of things and said to myself, I could not do that. I just would not be able to do that. I would be good at that. Watch him over his career. Now I watch him on social media. And I think I cannot do that as, as honestly and as well as Kevin Bacon does that. And Kevin Bacon is going to do an interview very well right now. Kevin, how are you, man? I'm good, uh, but let me just say, it's interesting that you bring that up because part of where you're going to talk about this podcast that I'm launching and part of the thing that I have been challenged by is looking at something that I'm not nearly as good as you are, <laughs> for instance, and that is interviewing people. It's not that easy. You know, well, you'd think you'd think that after being on the other side of the tables for so many years that I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a breeze. But it, it's it's not. Well, it's funny that you are doing this. So Kevin is launching and has done this podcast. So we'll tell you about here. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. But I remember when I was working at a local San Francisco Fox affiliate coming to interview you. And I remember, you know, the night before doing my studying and the morning of getting the butterflies and being nervous. And, you know, at that time, I was thinking about the question more than listening to the answer. But it seems like with the podcast format, you really get a chance to, you, you come up with your questions, but you get a chance to really go with a flow of, of a conversation, right? It's a little less structured. Well, it really is. It is less structured. And, uh, and, and it is kind of exciting that it goes places that you really don't expect it go and you learn things that you didn't expect to learn and uh you know in the case of this one i'm kind of the format as it in the first uh section i'm shooting the breeze with uh, all kinds of different you know celebrities actors musicians um uh, television personalities etc and then in the second uh half of it, we bring in the person that is responsible or running or is the boots on the ground for their foundation or something that they care deeply about. So while, you know, it, it has a great fun celebrity component and, you know, the connections that I have to people are always kind of fun to, you know, explore. And some people I've worked with, some people I haven't, but, but there's also a really, a really good inspiring piece to it. And that is that there are a lot of people really super famous people who care deeply about certain issues. And sometimes these things are really, really intensely personal to them. But then there's also a lot of unsung heroes out there that are, are, are doing great work. And uh, this gives them a kind of a platform to be seen and heard. Six degrees 
uh, with Kevin Bacon is the name of the podcast. And this is something that, you know, we've said for so many years, but you're really putting it to good use here, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, we, we started SixDegrees.org in 2007, mostly because I, I was, you know, the game just did not seem to be going away. It just had this incredible hang time. And I thought, well, is there is there a way to take that idea and try to make it, a, you know, a force for, for good? And I, you know, my my opinion about the six degrees thing is if you take if you take Kevin Bacon out of it, it really is a beautiful concept. And the concept is that we are all connected, connected. on this planet, and that you know mm-hmm. we need to take care of each other. Who have you talked to so far? I know you've done a few of these. Who have you talked to so far that's really struck you with something that they've done for good? Uh, you know what? They all across the board. Uh, everyone is has been incredibly inspirational. There's been so many, well, I mean, we've had uh, Mark Ruffalo, we've had Matthew McConaughey, uh, Music, Jewel, uh, Thomas Brett, um, uh, Bear Grylls, you know, really, really interesting, great uh, work all across the board. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. Every time I see that there's a new uh, person that's, that's ready to come and, and talk about what it is that they care about, I get really super excited. Kevin Bacon on with us. Check that out, by the way. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And you're truly a legend on social media. Did you know you had a knack for whispering in the middle of the night making eggs and oatmeal? I mean, it looks so natural. I definitely did natural. not. I definitely did not. And I was sort of resistant to social media when it first kind of came out, mostly because... I got involved really because it, because of sixdegrees.org because I thought to myself, well, this is going to be social media with a social conscience and 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 I think that that was that was the initial thing that brought me into it and I was mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I don't know, just sort of playing around with it trying to figure it out. I wasn't really, you know, doing very well with it. But then Somebody said, you know, if you're going to do something, you might as well learn how to do it good. And so I got some advice and I started to, uh, you know, just kind of just try to have just fun sort of with it. And the the interesting thing is that I've always picked up a camera, video camera, and, uh, you know, long before social media and long before smartphones and, and made dumb little movies and done little things and sent them, you know, to the kids or to cure or, or whatever. That's always been something that I like to do. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. being creative is just whether it's writing a song or, or making a movie or doing a big movie or whatever it happens to be acting, directing, you know, I just, it's, it's, it's fun to be creative. It keeps me um, alive. Kevin Bacon. I mean, it's great to chat with you. Congrats on this venture. And, uh, Really appreciate you taking the time to share it with us. And well done with, it, well done at MSG with Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah, got that's my cool. little my little MSG gig, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so yeah, somebody said, well, that must have been on your bucket list. I said, I thought that a bucket list was things that you actually imagine could happen. So <laughs> I'd say this is on my NFW list, yeah. you know, and once it was, uh, once it was done, uh, I was I was certainly on cloud nine. Well, that's cool. All right, man. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, All right. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he mm-hmm. what he did was he performed at Madison Square Garden with Billy Joel. Actually, here, listen to this. I mean, you met Billy Joel. I am legendary, right?
That Fall Out Boy song is a Billy Joel song, that new Fall Out Boy song. That was on his NFW list. Got it. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. You know it's coming, right? One more thing before we go. Oh. Okay, what is okay. it? I'm going to so start writing you, it down because I think that's better for me. So if you had a chance to go back to high school and relive your life up until now, aware it's happening, aware that you would end up here doing this, mm-hmm. would you want to go back and do it all over again knowing that you get here again? The only thing that I would maybe have changed is I would have taken a different language other than Spanish. Uh, oh, yes. That's actually great. I because would take more I took languages. Spanish because it was the Easy. easy A right. for me. And I wish I would have taken French, Italian, anything else. Tony, would you go back? Yes, I would. <laughs> and I would not waste so much time being sad over specific things. I wasted I mean, a lot of my life If it were a concept that. offered to me, if this were offered to me or going to space, I'd do this. Over yeah. space. Well, we know you're scared of space. <laughs> <laughs> And the sea. Add it to the list. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Disney's got you till 11 o'clock. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.